This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. created a space where we can celebrate the unsung and the undervalued. A place where we focus on the many talents and influences for women within the culture in hopes to inspire women everywhere to overcome adversity in a male-dominated world. Welcome to Woman in Hip Hop. What's up, everybody? I'm your host, Jazzy Bell, and you're watching Woman in Hip Hop Podcast. And on today's show, we have a special guest co-host. She's a culture reporter and a content creator. Say hello to Jade. Hey, Jade. Hello, world. What's going on? I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to have you here because I usually, you know, have my guests that come on here, whether they're rappers, managers, women in hip hop in any capacity mm-hmm. and you are that as well like i just said in the introduction you know the cultural reporter content creator um and you've been doing your thing and you have as equal love for women in hip hop as i do so mm-hmm. let's talk about that real quick before we talk about the culture and women in hip hop and tap into all my topics let the people know you know who you are and why you should be on this podcast Oh, man. Uh, let's see. Uh, North Carolina native, you already know. But once I moved to, let's see, I fell in love with hip hop when I was like a kid. I think we mentioned that a little while ago. But just like listening to the Miseducation of Lauryn Hill, I heard the first album and I was like, this is different. Like, this isn't a normal, this ain't nothing I ever heard before. Um, so that's kind of how I just fell in love with hip hop. And then I moved after graduating from undergrad at Hampton. I moved up to New York. And just being in the birthplace of hip hop, like it just completely extended it and enhanced it. And you're like surrounded by it. So I was like, oh, this is it. This is where I need to be. Like this, this is what it is. Um, and yeah, like I just kind of was surrounded by it so much that you're able to kind of dig a little bit deeper into what hip hop is and like what it means to us and our culture and, you know, globally, worldwide now. So that's kind of how I got into hip hop. And then I started um just following stories that were like you know about the culture within hip-hop and then i started focusing heavy heavy on women in hip-hop um you know of course you know Nicki minaj came up and i was like i was definitely a barb growing up um and then you know just kind of seeing how it's totally evolved over the last you know two decades so yes and now we're here and now we love it um you know done a couple interviews with Trina, Megan Thee Stallion, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, that's how we, that's how we here. And now we're here. And now we're here. And I love that. And now we're here. And I do want to shout you out um, how I got wind of you is when you were uh, participating in the ABC show where they focus on women in hip hop. Mm. Talk about that a little bit in the name of the actual special that ran and the uh, part that you played in it. Oh yeah, definitely. So I got a call back in like maybe 2021 there was a show coming out on ABC called Queens featuring Brandy, Eve, Natari Knott, and um, a couple of our favorites within the music and acting industry. And of course, given that it was going to be on ABC's network, ABC News wanted to do a companion project along with it for the audience to kind of get excited about 
what it was going to be and, and what people could expect and really who the hell are women in hip hop because that demographic is not for ABC News. Mm-hmm. Um, so executives gave me a call and was like, listen, we understand your background. Like we understand your extended projects. Like we would love to bring you on so you can kind of help co-produce this whole thing and take these senior producers who really have like not a lot of experience with hip hop at all through this whole storyline. Um, and it's crazy because I have been looking into music documentaries. Like the first one I saw that really inspired me was Ava DuVernay's My Mic Sounds Nice. And then I saw you featured on E! News um, with like Rhapsody and Ninth Wonder and all those other things, just kind of looking at where all the women in hip hop went. Um, and so that was kind of crazy. It's amazing how stars align, but also, you know, picking back up on the real queens of hip hop, um, the execs called and was like, we want you to co-produce it. We need your help developing it. And we just kind of took it through the time that it started from the 70s, from like Sweet Tea all the way down to like today's generation. Um, And it took a couple of months. It aired back in October 2021. And now it is streaming on Hulu. So make sure y'all check out The Real Queens of Hip Hop right now. Make sure y'all go check it out. Yes. Absolutely. Before we get into our topics, just um, to elaborate a little bit more on that special, just for you getting that call, kudos to you. Absolutely. What was your favorite part of being a part of that project that you felt you learned by being a part of it mm-hmm. that you felt before? Um, I think it was story. Like I understood, like I, I've always been a fan of music documentaries. Um, you know, just just even like back when VH1 did specials and things, I did think they did a Nicki Minaj special back in 2010 or something like that. But just having a love for storytelling. And I was like, if I can't be a rapper, at least I can tell stories about it. So listen, if I can't be a rapper, I'll just tell the stories about it. So that's just kind of how I, I like transition into that. Um, the call was crazy because I was like, you know, definitely, absolutely. Like it was me doing that project on top of my day job. So that was like, I was looking at like, 12 hour days sometimes like wake up at eight o'clock do what i had to do for my main job and then just making sure that the story was right i was answering the senior questions like anything they needed i think that was kind of the the cherry on top like it was definitely a grind and a hustle but it was the understanding like outline story characters you know plots transitions like your conflict like how are we going to transition from scene one to scene two like how are you going to take it from beginning to end so that the audience like people who understand it, like me and you would understand like, oh, you had this decade, that decade, then this is how they all work together and the collabs. But for somebody who has no idea what hip hop is, who has no idea who the hell is even in hip hop and especially with women in hip hop, how are you gonna break it down so that they can understand it and they can re- like receive that information? Um, and so that was really like, the opportunity to work on it was crazy, but really learning and getting the hands-on experience was just, you. I mean, you can't get that anywhere else. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thanks for sharing that. So now let's get right. Of to course. <laughs> let's get right to what the hip hop hot topics. <laughs> hot topics. Here we go. Let's, ooh, let's go. Well, first and foremost, we got to talk Blink Blink, Coyla Ray's record, hit record featuring the one and only your girl, because you was a barb. <laughs> no, you know. <laughs> Nicki Minaj. What are your thoughts on the record? Man, you know, I think Coyla Ray... I I feel like the beat was different. Honestly, the fact that Koi and Nikki like even linked up, you know what I'm saying? Like the fact that I think before people, dang, I might catch a little heat for this, but I feel like a lot of people were kind of calling Nikki out to see like, what are you going to do with this next generation, et cetera, et cetera. And just her, 
coming in and like just growing it and expanding it. Um, but Coyle Ray is definitely talented. Like, let's not forget the beat was crazy. She definitely delivered on lyrics. Um, but, you know, I think when it comes to Koi's talent, she's always been very transparent in that aspect. Yeah. Um, and so I think that as far as I think her adding Nikki or Nikki adding herself onto the to the um, project was definitely to get a lot of people excited about what like this whole new generation with the old generation, et cetera. So I think she definitely delivered on a lot of the lyrics. I think they did an amazing job. I love the record. I agree with you. The beat is phenomenal. I will say I feel Nikki's verse is just amazing. <laughs> I don't want to say it's better or whatever, but whatever. <laughs> for me, for me, it was it. When Nikki came on and when she, how she started off, like, yo, I was like, it's about to go down. And I just feel like she didn't waste the bar. I feel like yeah. every line, every bar was intentional and, and mm -hmm. like she looked it. And to be honest with you, I haven't been excited about Nikki versus recently featured mm -hmm. on a couple of records. I yeah, was, that's a fact. Yeah, it was just like, okay, she did it. That was cool. She did the record, you know, even with Megan Thee Stallion. I wasn't really a fan of that collaboration. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? I was mm -hmm. like, this is great. I, they have a great look. They look great together. Um, mm -hmm. One of the recent ones, what's the one that she did recently? One of her um, features. I'm trying to think. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm yes, thinking. What is it? Do we have a problem? Do we that have a problem? I actually like that one. I mean, I mean, her feature, her recent feature with a, a female rapper. Was it Bia? Bia, Bia. Of course it was Bia, Bia. <laughs> Bia, man. Bia. Oh, yeah, it was Bia because, well, I think she might have had another one in between. No, I think it was Bia. Like, I think those were only two, Coyle Ray and Bia. Um, and then again, shout outs to Bia because that girl is breaking down doors also. And we'll get into her in just a minute. But yes. And I think also Nikki tweeted and was like, you're not going to be able to like recite this in the next day. Like this, this verse is so heavy. It's so crazy. Um, and I think the bars went, the bars went just kind of crazy over that in general. The Coyle Ray record, right? Bleak, bleak. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right? That's the thing. I can't even tell she was excited about it because she even knew that she did something a little different. Yeah. Um, on this particular track that we haven't heard recently. So yeah, I saw when she kind of made that statement. Even her fans was like, man, she must've killed it on this song because she ain't been this excited on a verse in a while. And I think she even did a record with Tr uh, Trina, um, I'm going to say sometime in 20. Yeah, that. And you know, she was getting a lot of backlashes with these um, mm -hmm. features, but I have to give credit where credit is due. Blink Blink featuring Nicki Minaj, Coyle Ray record. Y'all both killed it. I'm definitely feeling Nicki Minaj verse more, but giving credit to Coyle Ray, she did give credit to her at the end on how she ended her mm -hmm. saying that she mimicked Coyle Ray's style. And I thought yeah. that was pretty cool too, to give her props like that. Um, but also let's remember that Nicki Minaj has always been a top-notch feature artist. Like oh. when it comes to like her coming into the game, into the industry, she has some of the dopest featurers like in general, I mean, I immediately think of Kanye West with Monster, like that's yeah. who she is. So it's really good. Like you said, it's refreshing to see her kind of get back into the game and and, and back into that will of, of dope features. Yeah, totally agree. Her feature game is impeccable. Like have a Nikki verse. I hope she, I know she charging the most. So because <laughs> <laughs> Koi got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, she seemed to be back with, with her uh, features. Like I said, even like, do we have a problem with little baby? I really mm -hmm. do. Um, and you spoke about it just a little bit. You tapped in on her 
now we starting to see her collaborating more with female rappers and you know she used to be under fire about that how they feel like mm-hmm. she wasn't showing love to female rappers she was right. being stingy she even been accused of stopping bags etc cetera, etc cetera. <laughs> oh how do you feel about this new found love or whatever or this this wave of Nicki Minaj featuring with other female rappers do you think it's strategic do you think it's genuine do you think it's smart on her part like what do you think you know i think i think at a, a moment like everybody knows like when nikki came in she had to be so gung-ho because so many people were like oh you got to do this 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 and this this i mean you're in a group of males so you have to be obviously she was on the defense right this woman's from queens new york like let's be honest she's grown to be on the defense so i think over time like when you've had to fight to maintain to be number one like it is probably very difficult to kind of adjust to this new wave and like let's be honest it was it was more than a wave this was like a tsunami of artists that were coming in um and her having to adjust so i think mm. you know compared to other artists you know a lot of other artists are like waiting like let's say missy elliott was probably waiting like oh i've been waiting for this day but you know mm. especially for nikki minaj she probably wasn't ready to kind of give over the torch i mean i think she is now starting to embrace it but also you know it takes time when people don't really know things until you hold up a mirror to them, right? So for people to start calling you out, to be like, you know, what are you doing? Like, are you gonna like say anything? Are you gonna help them out? Are you, you know, this new generation looks up to Nicki Minaj. That's the only, that's kind of like one of the only artists that they know, you know, cause they're so young coming in. So I think that once her fans and like, well, her, let's be honest, the barbs are never gonna call Nicki out for anything. But I think once critics started holding up that mirror to Nikki, I think she finally started to like, kind of embrace this new change. Um, But you know, for for a while, I kind of held her accountable for it. But you know, again, when you're the top dog, it takes time to adjust to something that's new, you know, and also she was announcing retirement, you know, she was ready to have a family. So I think a lot of the things and wants that she wanted at the same time were kind of all coming to her at one time. And it was it was probably just a lot. Yeah, and I'm going to piggyback off that word tsunami. Tsunami happened in, what, 2010 when she really took over. Yeah. 10-year run she had was, it was really her for the most part. Mm -hmm. And like you said, during that time of her reigning queen, there was no competition, really. Let's be clear. And it's not to say that the woman prior to her wasn't, you know, they didn't exist, but they wasn't as prevalent and relevant right. in Nikki's reign. Like Little Kill mm-hmm. will always be my favorite rapper of all time. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But we're gonna, you know, keep it real as far as when she came, she kind of, you know, reignited the female presence in hip hop. So I will absolutely. always give her that. So I think mm-hmm. it's a little bit of that. And Nikki is from Queens, like you said, and she's a real hip hop head. And in hip hop, mm-hmm. it's all about competitiveness. It's all about absolutely. being competitors and just seeing this person as someone you have to like kill, you know, rather <laughs> my versus is better than yours. <laughs> yeah. So I think to her credit, a lot of people tend to lose sight on what hip hop was really based on and how right. You know, and we all want the woman empowerment and women unity, and that's great. But just like in, you know, men in rap, there's not always a camaraderie there, you know, and they can battle and they can beef and it's okay and it's acceptable. But if women go at it, then it's like, oh, she's Mm -hmm. daddy. And I just think there's a double standard in that. And me being fully invested and have a love for hip hop, I always like to hold women and male, you know, to the same standards when it comes to, we want to be treated as equal. So if women are getting along, 
that's normal too. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, let, right. Let that shine as much as we can have a ladies' <laughs> night shine with, you know, right. little Kim and all, all of them on a record. You know, I'm just saying that both can coexist. So oh, absolutely. Yeah. And another thing uh, that you mentioned is like, you know, Nikki came in by herself. You know, right. you had the waves of Trina's and the Missy's and you had the Queen's and the MC light. Mm-hmm. And then Nikki had to come in by herself. So obviously, like when you're when you're running a marathon by yourself, like this is not we are not a group. This is not a team. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a lot for somebody to adjust with. Like, you know, what I'm saying like when you you alone and now all of a sudden like it's a whole new generation coming after you so i think that she that's just something that she had to get accustomed to for sure i do think she's being strategic on who she's working with and i yeah, like for sure picking and choosing who she decided mm-hmm. to work with. i think the the new york connection the call array to be uh yeah he is from new york but when she talked about that bodega living <laughs> having lived in new york for 17 years i'm like that bodega, <laughs> <That's we> <laughs> So that's real it's real so for her to be on a record like that to me makes sense um yeah. i love to see what she's going to do in the future i would love to see her mix it up you know um a little more as far as like mm-hmm. seeing her with with more rappers but i feel like so far so great mm-hmm. <laughs> these recent runs she has and you know we just we'll see where it where it goes now speaking of Coyle Ray, i know her album trendsetter is expected to drop later this year what are mm-hmm. you hoping that you would get from her upcoming album? You know, I think Koi is such a talented, I think I mentioned a little bit earlier, Koi is very talented. Like, this is a young person who is transparent. You know, she released that song, Anxiety. And that's something that we have not, you know, we hear vulnerabilities with R&B artists. We hear vulnerabilities sometimes, but it's on a very different type of aspect when it comes to hip hop artists. So I think for her to release that, you know, She's obviously going through some stuff. She does an incredible job when it comes to fan base and building that fan base. She got the TikTok generation on lock um, because technically, I think she's Gen Z. So Mm -hmm. I'm really just excited to see kind of how she's going to develop over the years. Um, Mm -hmm. And and even through this album, I guess, because it's, I think it's expected to be her debut. So I think she's definitely going to add a lot of transparency into who she is. I think she's going to add, you know, she's going to have the fun TikTok hits because let's be honest, that's, who she is and that's how she goes but i definitely see her as a person who's willing to accept growth and like criticism and seeing like how you can grow as an artist so i think that she'll have some bops on there for sure but i'm definitely excited to see like what she'll do after her debut album um you know once people have heard it and things like that but i also think that she's going to be willing to try some new things i agree with everything you said i agree with the anxiety <laughs> record i think i'm uh, speaking about you know anxiety anything connected to mental health um yep. big and i feel like she's coming from a genuine place she's been very vulnerable you know on social media talking about her relationship with her dad benzino mm-hmm. you know, to talk about yep. what she's been through you know in relationships and et cetera, et cetera. so i'm just looking forward to seeing her being the voice of the youth Another one. Yes. On to my second topic. <laughs> Speaking of albums coming out, shout out to my girl Big Lotto. Ooh-hoo. Big Lotto. <laughs> Let's South, the Big South Lotto. is here. <laughs> Say it again. The South is here. She's here. <laughs> South is here. Big Lotto. What she say? I'm the one, not the two. So <laughs> okay. You know it's crazy though. Real quick. I mean, do you? Based on like her name, you know, I know it was like she kind of wanted to. to kind of change it and ease over it you know do you think the society kind of made a big deal out of it um they definitely made a big deal out of it i think and they my thing is all about being educated and it's Mm -hmm. all about education um she wasn't educated on it 
Yeah. I think in the beginning she was being defensive because we all would be, you know, it's like you worked right. so hard, you built this name, you built this right. like, you know, yeah. career. You know what I'm saying? It's like, wait, you know what your name means? Blah. You know what I'm saying? Right, and right. It was so defensive at first and thrown off that it was like, man, y'all tripping. You know what I'm saying? My name, Mulatto, mm -hmm. and that's just not knowing that it's a racial slur, you know? Right, right. Something derogatory in the sense of how, what the name was, how it was created, right? Right. So I think once she was educated, you know, she humbled herself and changed her name. And I and I agree with it. And to be honest with you, I think it's better. Big Lotto. She big boss. Yeah. Like, if big Lotto. Rosanna, you know, 777, Lottery, Lotto. Like, yeah. I think the way it happened for her, she didn't skip a beat. If it was a situation where I felt like it messed her up, I don't, I would have a problem. But I don't see that that change name stopped her. And um, yeah. again, some people probably hope that it would. I hated that for her and I'm glad that yeah. it didn't. And um, what I am happy about overall is that she was educated and that she decided right. to make a decision and it, and it worked in her favor. Lotto got her album. She, well, she just uh, posted her track list on her Instagram page. And we already know the controversy mm -hmm. with her album. She's been talking about it. She just did an interview on Big Boy Show um, saying that a male artist on her album won't release his verse because he wants to holler, basically, and she does it. It made it seem like there was, was a lot of Me Too vibes that I was getting from what she was saying. Mm -hmm. well, so, you know, she was just saying how it's so hard out here being a, a woman in hip hop, especially, you know, right. female rapper and getting these verses from these men or dealing with these men and they try to hover, hover this over your head and play games with you yep. do some sexual favors. So now that the track list is out, <laughs> because she also said on the big boy show <laughs> that this person is still going to end up on my album. I just gotta, mm -hmm. you know, gotta play this game. We gotta figure it out. I'm having these, I'm having an issue. But once yeah. it's cleared, I'm not taking him off. This person will end up on the album. So now the fans are going crazy, looking at the track list, like, hold on, shorty, which one of these guys is it? Okay, look, you know, Twitter, Twitter do not hold back. As soon as it got posted, they was like, I want to know which one it was. I think Kodak Black's name was thrown out there for a minute. Mm -hmm. Everybody's like, it's got to be him. Um, but I think it turns out it wasn't him. It's somebody else, but we'll see. I mean, well, here I don't know. Here are the names. We got 21 Savage. We got Lil Wayne, Childish Gambino, Lil Durk, Nardo Wick, Kodak Black, and her big energy remix is blurred out. She's not saying who is featured on that. I've been hearing rumors that it's Nicki Minaj, which I think will be Ooh, amazing. That would be crazy. <laughs> big energy. That would be crazy. I'm telling you, you know, Nicki be trying to put a, 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 a wool over our heads. She be trying to act like she not doing a feature because she said she didn't have any features coming up. Yes. But then it came out that it was Coyle Ray with uh, Bleak Bleak. And now we have Big Energy. And like I said, a rumor is that she may be on that remix. So I'm hoping so. Now, the rest of the names that I mentioned are men. So I, I as one of these, who do you think it is? <laughs> I can tell you right now, I, I don't think it's Lil Wayne. Like, I definitely don't think it's Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne gives dad, big brother energy vibes right now, I think. I don't think it's Wayne. I'm going to be honest, I don't think it's 21 Savage. Because, I, you know, I think... He's so mature. I don't think it's 21 Savage. He is. He's definitely not what you would think on how he raps and stuff. And actually, wasn't he from, like, London or something? Like, he is. that sounds kind of, like, crazy. But I definitely don't think it was 21. Um, Lil Durk. Obviously, Lil Durk is in a relationship. I don't think it's him. Um, 
he's mm-hmm. I feel like little Dirk just comes across very respectful. He's young, but he has an OG soul. Um, yeah. I've seen him before, and I just feel like he comes across very solid and a stand-up guy that I don't mm-hmm. see it being a little Dirk at all. Definitely Childish Gambino is a no for me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, he can't do this. Never. <laughs> I'll be totally shocked if it was Childish Gambino. Um, so it's leaving us with, I don't know, Nardo Wick. I'm not familiar, I'm not familiar with, with them. I'm not familiar with his music at all. So I guess he could be on the chopping block. Now, the reason why everybody is saying Kodak Black, because they're saying that he's known for being disrespectful, you know, trying to holler at... Um, history. He has a history. Lauren London. Lauren London. Oh. Um, sh- Sorry, it's my dog. Lauren London. Um, the dog agrees. Listen, the puppy, the puppy is like, it is. It's him. I mean, I don't know. The crazy thing is, is what I hate the most is like, now we are all like, who is it? Who is it? Who is it? And so now a lot of them, now a lot of them blowing up the spot. But at the end of the day, I think it's like, I'm, I'm proud of her for calling this person out. Like now it's kind of put them in the heat and rather than taking them off, keeping them on the album was, I think that was a courageous and bold move. You know, I think, you know, it was her standing in her, her truth and standing in her power and saying, you know, you, you, you tried it, you tried it. And my album is still going to succeed. And, I don't have to do this for you and you're still going to watch my success. Now, I don't know if you're going to get paid or written residuals and all that stuff, but I do think that that was a very bold move for her to continue to keep them on the album, whoever it may be. Yeah, I, I agree definitely with her speaking up and speaking out um, because it's inspiring for the young girls coming up behind her, even the women mm-hmm. up now, you know, that are her peers to feel like it's okay to speak up. Right. Like is happening especially in a male-dominated industry like hip-hop where you feel outnumbered and you feel as mm-hmm. you know, people won't have your back especially when an artist is considered bigger than you or they have more connects yep. and all this blackball bullshit that i feel like you know shouldn't exist anymore in this world but um mm-hmm. it's still very much you know prevalent in today's time in this industry so i'm glad she spoke out and i'm glad she said they're still on the album and i'm glad people are speculating and if it's not true you need to speak up i, I mean speak up <laughs> i know you said earlier that it came out Kodak black you said that how did that come out that it wasn't him did you say that um i think a couple of reports came out saying that it wasn't him but again we know like i'm not it's, it's kind of hard because like all of this is allegedly Right. But it's, you know, it could allegedly be Kodak. It could not. I mean, Kodak could probably be totally innocent. And he's like, damn. But that's what happens when you have that type of reputation. Like, that reputation continues to carry you. So, unfortunately, like, hey, if it isn't Kodak Black, your name just got tossed in the fire because of what you've done in the past. So, we'll just have to see. Exactly. Well, well said. Now, let's talk um, what people was calling her arch nemesis, uh, Amaretta. Now, that has been denounced. <laughs> now, because the record, sorry, not sorry, you are not Atlanta. Sierra is not Atlanta. <laughs> Atlanta. It's crazy. It's crazy. I love the record because, I first of all, she- move. It was smart, it was bold, and it puts her, I feel like, because everybody want to represent where they're from. Like, right now, I live in Atlanta, but I don't, like I said, I lived in, you know, New York for 17 years. I've done a couple of years in L.A., so, like, I did a few bids, right? But no matter <laughs> where I go in the world, I am Detroit through and through. I am from the D. I always represent Detroit, and it's going to always be like that. So I'm always a fan when people is connected to their city especially in hip-hop, mm-hmm. huge. Be connected to your city. You got to get popping where you are from first. 
most right. of the time is like that. And then you can venture off. So she's there. She's from there. She's telling y'all, y'all not from there. Even though I've heard about some of the names, <laughs> there, like Sierra's not Atlanta. Who said that? You know, <laughs> she's definitely Atlanta. But I think she grew up like I think she definitely grew. I think allegedly she grew up. Look, as reporters, we always throwing allegedly out there. I think she allegedly grew up on the the outskirts of Atlanta. Um, but you know what's crazy is like all of us coming out, we always like she from Atlanta. Like, forget it. Don't yeah. even say ACL. And people are having fun with it. Like she Sierra even posted right. it on the page when she was walking, you know, with her catwalk, you know, Sierra <laughs> being the baddie that she is. Looking and great. All, <laughs> and that song was playing in the background where she's, you know, right. she says her name and everybody was commenting, you're totally Atlanta. Everybody was commenting. But I feel like people from the A are supporting her too. And that's what I like about it. Mm -hmm. Um yeah. But, when she mentioned uh, Glaco and Glaco mm -hmm. and we all know with Big Lotto, that's what Big Lotto has been repping since day one. So, um, and then yeah. I think too, for me, what made it feel like there was a problem was when Jermaine Dupree posted it on his page and his caption mm -hmm. was just like, I guess, reinforcing people's thoughts that it was beef between them or, or that the song mm. you know, and it was like kind of messy we know jd could be getting in people business look getting <laughs> in people business i'm like did you, questioning. did you produce this track like why are you both like what's the connection um but okay um so we already know the history with big lotto and jermaine dupree and you know so everybody kind of just ran with that she was talking about lotto just what yesterday um Amaretto released the remix featuring Lotto on Sorry Not Sorry. So now the fans are kind of outraged in her comments like, why did you do a song with her? You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's crazy? I think Lotto has, has faced so much criticism in the past. Like that whole name era that she had to face, like nothing faced. I feel like after that, nothing phases her now. Like her fans getting mad at her for jumping on that that track that's not that's for her that's probably water under the bridge she's probably like it don't even matter no more because she's kind of already i wouldn't say she's already gone through the most of it but that was a very big storm for her to overcome so this right here was probably like that's nothing like let's let's turn lemons into lemonade no but the, the fans were um amaretto fans they were mad that really or saying like why did you have lotto on the record like as if and to me it was just her denouncing the whole this song was about lotto or this was like a a, a dig at mm -hmm. Lotto. and to me what's popping guys it's jg here from blowing smoke if you're a fan of fun, insightful, and breakthrough conversations, then be sure to check out and subscribe to the Blowing Smoke podcast, a show that covers life experiences and firsthand testimonies from some of the biggest names in your favorite industries. And all that brought to you exclusively by the Revolt Podcast Network, anchored in hip hop, powered by creators. I thought that was a smart move because mm -hmm. for Lotto to get on the record and for her to have her on the record, I just felt that you know, we had a moment to play with the idea of them being like at each other and then by them connecting mm -hmm. it's almost like for me being a older hip-hop head I guess I never felt that I was an older hip-hop head but <laughs> with the little kills and the foxy browns you know to me that's right. a collaboration to this day that I would love to see you know yeah could have happened but I just now maybe a couple of years ago threw in the towel and was like yeah that ain't that ain't ever going down. <laughs> I mean, that's ever, that ain't never, because weren't they supposed to do it, like, 
a couple years ago and like their teams were like it ain't it ain't happening like drop it it's not happening don't ask again no so that's why i love this because it was like wow y'all gave us a little bit of that that moment Mm -hmm. of being like okay who's better who's this because i feel like again that's hip-hop being competitive um competitive Mm -hmm. in that sense and then it's like okay then y'all come together there's no different from when Jay-Z and, and Nas was beefing the next, you know, Summer Jam, right. they're holding hands. It is a kumbaya moment. So mm-hmm. I would love mm-hmm. to see more of that with women in hip-hop, especially if it makes sense. And to me, this makes sense. I didn't see it coming. You didn't see it coming either. You ain't even here. I didn't even see it coming. <laughs> I ain't even here yet. Look, I was like, wait, what? Like, the fans is going mad? But you know what? I will say it was smart on Amaretta's part, like you mentioned, because you need something that's kind of trend- trendy. Right, like I have tons of fans that went to Hampton that are from Atlanta, and they are all like, "Oh, you." Let's be honest, you from you not East Atlanta Zone Six, whatever they be saying. But you know, I think that they needed something. She needed a trendy hot song that was gonna help kind of skyrocket and get the buzz going, and that's exactly what she did. So I think that the way that she did it, if she had a strategizing, if she had a team behind her strategizing that, that was smart. So kudos to her for that. Definitely, definitely smart. Um, speaking of collaborations, do you have um, a dream collaboration? Cool, dream collaboration. Who do I want to see? Mm, who do I want to see? Who do I want to see? I definitely wanted Kim and Foxy, like I said, I threw in the towel on that. <laughs> However, <laughs> I feel. <laughs> This can happen in the near future is Little Kim and Nicki Minaj. Mm-hmm. I would love to see you that. See? I think that can happen. There's been a lot of um, things happening recently. I don't mm-hmm. know if you've seen this, but with the Coyle Ray and Nicki Minaj record, Little Kim uh, commented on it. Heart emoji, fire emoji. Everybody was like, oh, okay. Ooh. Okay, Lil Kim, we see you showing love to Nicki Minaj over there. And one of the blogs uh, picked it up. Shout out to, what is it, Celebs. Let me get the blog right. Um, I feel like I had it on here. I think it's Celebs Love Nicki Minaj. That's the name of the blog, mm. right? And so yeah. that blog posted that Little Kim liked Coyla Ray's post of the song featuring Nicki Minaj. And they would say, you know, wow, shout out to Little Kim for showing love to Nicki and Coy. Nicki Minaj saw that post and liked that post. So everybody's like, what's going on here? Like, what's going on? I can see it. You know what? I think after Nicki giving Kim her her due in that recent interview with Joe Budden, I can absolutely see that coming in the future. Because I was big. I can see that. That was big for me when yeah. I heard say that. It was like, yo, if anybody was going to be on the cover of that magazine, it should have been outside of me. Obviously, Little Kim, she knew that she was influenced by Kim and Nikki. Mm-hmm. A lot of the girls coming up is influenced by her. So I guess she has a point, but she could have made that point without giving props to Little Kim. So you got oh, absolutely. it out. You got a couple of likes here and there. I'm putting it out Dang, there. Dang, wait a minute. Is Nicki Minaj, the real question, is Nicki Minaj having a come to Jesus moment? Like, is she like... I mean, listen, I, you know, she's approaching 40. Um, she has, she's a mother now. And she's been the queen for so long to the point where you really have nothing to prove and I remember feeling like you know and I loved her last album Queen but I remember feeling like she probably felt like she had something to prove but 
I never felt like she did. Like we said, she's been killing it for so long, holding it down that at this point in your life, it's okay to give back. It's okay to give props front and back to the people coming up and to the people that was prior to you. You know what I'm saying? And maybe she's having a come to Jesus moment. I think she's, I think she's having, I think that woman is having a come to Jesus moment at the house right now. Like, maybe you'll do that too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, look, okay. Maybe your yeah, man, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, like she's been faced a lot of criticism. So I think, I think right now somebody has held that mirror up to Nikki and I think she is truly like, embracing it and i think that she's i think she's doing a phenom phenomenal job with it so that's crazy dang i was like wait i think she is but anyway i said it here first kim and nikki I tell you the collaboration is coming soon i feel it in my bones so who's your who's your choice those are my two you know i really want to see i really want to see lakia do something but you know what i also want to see some more houston girls link up i want to see Big J, she's on the come up and she's good. Like this girl, it's it's good. So I want to see her coming up. And Megan Thee Stallion, you know, I think Megan Thee Stallion's working on some things. She she hinted that she's got her album coming. Um, and then I would also like to see a Lakia and Lotto link up. Lotto, I could see that. They sounds are both hard. Like I, I could see that. Mm -hmm. Lakia's flow, I mean, she is a phenomenal freestyle rapper. Like, every single bar is just on it. Like, this girl, for her to be as young as she is, you know what? And let's not also forget Flo Millie. Uh, Flo, Flo Millie, Millie. She's on my list. Flo Millie, um, Flo Millie, I think she hinted that she and Lakia are going to get together. So I, I can't wait to see that collaboration for sure. Um, I'm, I'm a huge fan of um, Lady London. Is it? Mm -hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I love her flow. Um, I just think she's killing it with the storytelling, you know, the things that she yeah. does. You know, I love that. Um, and speaking of collaborations, uh, I, we already said Sweetie posted her stories about Rico Nasty uh, being on the track with her. Well, she posted a picture saying, Pretty Bitch Music welcomes Rico Nasty. So we're hoping that's a collaboration. But we also have, right? We also have SZA, Summer Walker. Mm -hmm the song no love they was being very secretive on who was being featured on the track so they just announced that it's our girl cardi b yeah. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. get the anthems together <laughs> <laughs> now we already know cardi b don't miss that girl y'all thought that was gonna see y'all thought y'all was gonna see cardi b for 15 minutes but child she got something else in store for y'all. So when I saw that it was going to be Cardi B on the track with SZA and Summer Walker, I was really excited because I just really feel like she don't miss. And it's a good look for all of them together. So what do you think about that? Give Cardi all her things because Cardi, honestly, you want to talk about somebody who came in with a draw four, reverse, draw two, uno, out, boy. <laughs> this girl's gonna come in with just like one thing and then boom like she really had to win album of the year for invasion of privacy it's crazy and let's let's also not forget that was not like a a hammy win like that was cardi b's invasion of privacy was a very good strong album mm -hmm. and i also think that with her features i think that she's good you know she i don't know if i would compare it to with nikki but i do think that she does very very well with features as far as transparency you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. so i think with this no love 
for Summer Walker and SZA to kind of, they're like the pour of my hearts out. Mm-hmm. I definitely think that she's getting ready to deliver on like what people want to say. She just does it in a little bit more of an aggress- aggressive way, but she's definitely going to bring her authentic and whole self. Because let's also keep in mind, Cardi B is going through some things at home too. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think that she always brings her full self to the studio. And that's the reason why we fell in love with her. Yep, we fell in love with her with that big personality and she's been consistent with that. She's been consistent with being transparent and she's been consistent yeah. with her flow. I will say mm-hmm. that. Um, and I think she's been very strategic as well with who she does songs with and it just works. It works. Right. Everybody that she's been on a record with, uh, whether it was a Bruno Mars or uh, Adam Levine, mm-hmm. who the hell? We got so many records, so many. <laughs> <laughs> she got so many, yeah. But yeah. she just, she... She just clicks with it. Like, like she she is the only, like, she is one of the only, I wouldn't say the only, she's one of the only artists that I know that can, if it's a smooth track, it clicks. If it's a fast beat, it clicks. There's a lot of artists that be like, mm, you shouldn't have on that track. But with her, it's like, damn, like, you really, and you really bought Cardi to it. And you really, like, introduced it to a whole new world. But I definitely give Cardi her props because Miss Mamas is here and he, she's here to stay. Nice, nice, nice. Well, those are my topics, my hot topics that I wanted to talk about with that woman. We pretty much covered everything. But, you know, again, before you leave, I do want to give a shout out to uh, some of the women that's coming up next. Um, Nicki Minaj, we mentioned her. She seems to be working mm-hmm. on a new album. She posted something yeah. recently with Big Fendi in the back. <laughs> so it looks like Back working with the original gangster she was with, you know, in the inception of her career. Because a lot of people, I feel like, don't know about her connection with Big Fendi or, like, mm-hmm. how her career started. I feel like a lot of people, um, yeah, they're, they're just not, I guess, that well-versed. Yeah. They can choose. But, you know, she definitely had a run with Deb. She definitely had a run with mm-hmm. other people. But, you know, when it came to Fendi, I feel like Fendi was the one that really kind of captured yeah. you know, the essence of Nikki and, and really mm-hmm. the map, especially with those, uh, the come up DVDs. Um, so to see them the back. Boys, yeah. yeah, that was a grind. Like my space jumping. <laughs> right, right. So to see them back working together and the verse that she posted on her Instagram page where she said she took it off, which I thought she was crazy for, but she's going to bring the bars. So I'm not worried about that. But she said Fendi wanted to keep it, but she's scratching it. Um, just that little snippet alone, I was like, wow, this sounds good. This sounds like the come up DVD, Nicki Minaj mixtape in the streets. Good. So I'm looking forward to that. It's her come to Jesus. This is her time. She needs to name the album come to Jesus. Cause I'm telling you, she's like, she's just having her full circle moment. So I'm very happy for her. Upcomers. I would be remiss if I did not mention Kenda Man. Like this girl is delivering bar for bar for bar it's it's good it's catchy you know she's very houston i love her i gotta give a shout out to her so ken the man you up next just keep doing what you're doing because she's she's definitely gonna take off yeah i'm also a fan of juicy fruit um everybody mm. from that down in the valley where the girls get naked <laughs> which i always say deserves a freaking grammy or something though no, because i just it really does love- I love that song. I love the show. And just in conjunction with her flow, I'm just like, I just feel like I don't even know if that show would be as great as it is if it wasn't for that intro record. It's just so big. 
So Juicy Fruit, she did a fire in the booth freestyle. It was fire. Um, I'm mm-hmm. hoping my woman in hip hop page. She's just amazing. Ruby Rose, I think is sick. Oh yeah. Um, and I do want to give a shout out to Erica Banks. I feel like I want to see more of her. Um, mm-hmm. um, I just want to see more of her. I just feel like she just didn't get enough credit for having that song that went viral when they was dropping it, you know, to, to Nelly. That is true. That is true. That was, I mean, look, TikTok, yeah. that's the wave. Like, that's where it's all happening. So, and I think also Callie. Callie's got a um, project coming out. I don't know if it's her full album, but Callie also has something. Where is Juicy Fruit from? Juicy Fruit is from Memphis. Okay, okay. Juicy. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's not good. Juicy Fruit is from Memphis. So, um, yeah, those those are those are my picks. Any other ones you want to give a shout out to? Um, I think Flo Millie, when it comes to, what was it, like Pretty PB, pretty Bitch Music or something like that? We'll bleep that out, if we, whatever we do. Um, <laughs> but I think when it comes to, like, Flo Millie is also, you know, representing, putting on for the South. Um, I mean, she's kind of already on the come up, but... I would definitely keep my eyes out for her. And then Big Jade, of course. My name's Jade. So I was like, I love her. Like, Big Jade is coming and she's coming heavy and she's really, she's a really strong artist. So I'm and excited to see that. Shout out to Drizzy, Chicago's own. I know she's coming up. Mm. We got to shout her out. Her album is coming up. Um, well, she just posted something that she's working on an album and she was like, mm-hmm. basically, coming for y'all. <laughs> so get ready. Okay. Look, we missed her because she she dropped. Um, I know she had Chanel Sides with Cash Doll, and then she had a couple of other releases afterwards. And then we kind of didn't really hear from Jeezy, so it'll be interesting to kind of figure out, you know, where she went and how she's coming back. But she's back now, so it'll be exciting to see. Cause she's also a very good freestyle. You got to give credit with that one. Very good freestyle artist, like very strong when it comes to bars and delivery overall. Yes, shout out to Jeezy. My Midwest shorty. <laughs> Midwest shorty, stay out there, you know. Look, where are the Carolinas? Rhapsody is holding it down, but I need somebody else from the Carolinas to come on out here. Rhapsody ain't ain't no little dog, though. Rhapsody is it. Okay, you hear me? Man, we need, I'm about to be like, Ari Lennox needs to start dropping some bars. Like, oh, but she's from D.C. She just lived here. She just signed to Dreamville. I don't know who's from the Carolinas up next, but somebody, look, we we going down right now. We got Rhapsody and that's it. We need somebody else. Who's gonna who's gonna be so? And yeah, even talking about hometown, being from Detroit, Cash Doll. I'm looking forward to her coming oh, back. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to Cash Doll being back on the scene. And I'm not gonna front. I had a moment to where I was like in my feelings with Cash Doll because I really mm-hmm. feel like she deserved more, and I didn't feel like she was getting the yeah. respect she deserved. You know, she was mm-hmm. very consistent. She was very, you know great at this i feel like the songs that she was putting out and just her personality is kind of to mm-hmm. me instead of the cardi b like kind of fell in love with cardi because her personality yeah. so i can feel like i was falling in love with cash doll because of her personality and i feel like a lot of people did she was very consistent on social media yeah and just her music and i just feel like you know when she posted something um kind of saying like you know colorism you know do exist you know yeah, I it does. on that you know and and i just feel like when people try to claim that people are crying wolf you know i can't respect that mm-hmm. because for you to say that that's not her truth you know and being right. you know a darker skinned female myself and being around that and having witnessed colorism and knowing that that is real 
If that's mm-hmm. something she felt like was holding her back in her career, I would love for her to um, be able to speak on that and be able to yeah. shed light on that as it being the truth. And, you know, so now that she dropped her load, her beautiful baby that she ain't showing nobody yet. <laughs> I was just in Detroit for 313 Day and she performed halftime for the Detroit Pistons and she looked amazing. Mm-hmm. She sounded amazing. So I was hoping that... Um, She's going to be dropping some new music very, very soon. So shout out to Cash Dog. Yeah, big ups to Cash Dog. Because she definitely, I, I believe it. I do think that a lot of darker complexion women, and that's, again, with Flo Millie's new new hit, you know? Like, it's just saying, like, what we're feeling. Like, you know, you got to trust your gut. Like, it's not them crying wolf. Like, they know, what, you know what I'm saying? You, you know what it is. As, a, as an individual, you know when shit's not right. And you know when things are, are off. And so... I, I definitely think that Cash Doll, first of all, her her tone, you can, anytime you hear Cash Doll in a song, you automatically know it's her. Um, and she also did very, very well with features. Um, you know, especially she had one with Chanel Slides, again, like I mentioned, and then she had one with Light Skin Keisha. Um, so, so yeah, I think Cash Doll, look, we, we miss you, Cash. Come on, hurry back. Get back in the studio. Don't give up on us. So, um, but yeah, shout outs to her. Detroit's finest. Detroit's finest. Well, Jay, thank you so much. Shout out to you. <laughs> of course. Thank you. Thank you. What a time it's been. Look, we on an hour, right on the dime. <laughs> well, right on the dime. Surprise, they cut off photos. You know, Zoom usually be like in five, four, three, two. <laughs> <laughs> and it's over. Look, you be like, hop into the new link. Hop into the new Zoom. <laughs> the new link. <laughs> but of course. Great timing. You have been an amazing guest co-host. I appreciate you coming here, giving your woman in hip hop expertise, your personality. And um, thank you again for all that you've doing that you're doing for the culture. And I can't wait to collaborate with you more in the near future. Of course, in the future it's coming. So um, thank you again. It's been a time. So we'll see y'all later. Be yes. easy. Be blessed. Yes. It's your girl Jazzy Bell, Woman in Hip Hop. Check it out. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs> created a space where we can celebrate the unsung and the undervalued. A place where we focus on the many talents and influences for women within the culture in hopes to inspire women everywhere to overcome adversity in a male-dominated world. Welcome to Woman in Hip Hop. everybody i'm your host dr shonda and chanel and we're here from the double dose podcast we are one set of twins with two different perspectives we both have faced many challenges in career life and relationships and we are transparent about how we've relied on our faith to overcome them if you want to hear us discuss current events pop culture and relationships and everything else in between tune tune in to the double Double dose Dose podcast and it's brought to you exclusively by the revolt podcast network anchored in hip-hop powered by by creators creators.